Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. We're back here on the Believe in NFL Draft Prospects podcast. Joe DeLeon, Ryan Roberts, and we are updating you on the latest thoughts behind the accepted invites for the 2023 Reese's Senior Bowl. We already did one episode where we talked about that first wave. And since then, a week later, we've been hit with a ton of new guys that have been added to the list. So many fun players to talk about. So many exciting names, players that, heck, if you've been listening to the show long enough, you know we've been on them. You know that we've been talking about them. Go listen if you've missed out on any of those prospect breakdowns that we did over the summer. There's some fantastic analysis on those, and we're obviously going to update those once the season ends. But before we get to talking about the Senior Bowl, folks, I just want to quickly remind you to head to Bet Online if you're going to be betting on any of the games this weekend. Your continued source for all sports wagering info. Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long, all the way through bowl season, and then even into the basketball season, which is already kicked off. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on your favorite sports and events NFL, college football, college basketball, NBA, NHL, you name it. So many different sports. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. Ryan, I am so out of my environment in New Jersey. I'm on a weird time zone. It is so, there's so many issues with being on the East Coast, just in general being weird, but I can't stand how goddamn cold it is. Can you, what, how do you do it? How do you deal with this every single day? I, I can't do this anymore. Oh, Joe, stop acting like you're a Southern Cal guy, man. You're from Jersey. You're used to this. I, you play football I, on Rhode I Island. was used to this, but now that it's it's at least 60 every single day, I'm freezing my nuts. I didn't bring any clothes. I'm so you know, cold. You know what stinks, man, is I've been talking to a bunch of Notre Dame recruits that are going to be there this weekend for the Boston College game, and it's going to be like in the 20s, and there's oh, snow on cool. the ground. So <laughs> it could be a lot worse, man. I mean – I mean, where is it where you're at? I'm like 40 30. degrees right now. It's 30. 30 something. Okay. Yeah. Well, so you I should ho- go to you should go to Southern Jersey, man. It's better than North Jersey anyway. So I'm not going to Philadelphia. I'm, I refuse to go to Philadelphia. <laughs> it's not, I'm not in Philadelphia. You're in, you're in Philadelphia. 30 minutes away from Philadelphia, man. 30 minutes away. I hope Notre Dame's not hosting any California or West Coast recruits. They right? actually are. Oh, they actually are, Joe. They're uh, decisions the to do that. 2024. USC commits is going to be on campus. That's from <laughs> Long Beach Poly, dude. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Oh, yeah. man. I mean, if he well, you know what commit. Brian said yesterday, which is a decent point, man. If this kid comes to campus this weekend with the snow and everything on the ground and then leaves impressed and had a good time, that means already actually has a chance, you know, like that's, right. that's a decent point. So it's, uh, I, it's getting I cold, guess, man. I guess. I mean, the we're, we're going. 
We're going to Hershey Park this weekend, and it's going to oh. be freezing. And my wife's like, pack all your warm stuff. I'm just like, oh, man, we're in we're in the midst of winter now, aren't we? Yeah, it's but bold decision to go to Hershey for, uh, for a weekend in the middle of, of November. But praying that you don't get too cold, Ryan. <laughs> I appreciate that, Joe. I appreciate that. Um, we know that the guys that are going to be showing up to Mobile might be a little cold for the senior bowl. Uh, that was one of my worst transition ever. That was terrible. It was that cold was last year. This is what I do. This is I'm the master of the microphone. Uh, Sean, besides that, though, I want to talk about the Sean, guys. What's my name? Oh, my God. Ryan, I want to talk what's about my name? I'm All losing right. my goddamn mind out here. These days. <laughs> um, don't forget, it's it's six o'clock my time. Where, where I is what, uh, I'm, what I'm used no, to. No, no, it's it's I, it's it's nine o'clock your time. My right body now, thinks so, it's yeah. six a.m. So uh, don't, okay. don't right. don't yeah. give me that. Um, uh huh. Ryan, we we saw in one of the bigger talking points with the Senior Bowl grouping, the latest round of invites that I saw was mm-hmm. the defensive linemen that were invited. And Jim Nagy tweeted out about how this year's grouping it feels like it's a little bit of a throwback to some of these big meaty two tech guys that are just taking up space but also some of these guys have some some pretty unique traits that are they're not that you know that old school defensive tackle they can do a couple more things than what we're we saw in the early 2000s still that's what Nagy was talking about and the guys that fit that description just off the top of the, the head Siaki Ika Keanu Benton who we talked about at depth during the offseason are the two that come to mind now the one thing that you've told me Ryan I'm very high on Siaki Ika I was excited that he received the invite. I have not watched his 2022 tape, but you have yeah. a little more insight on him, and you're saying that things have maybe not gone as well? Well, it's interesting, Joe, because it's a good starting point because you were a big Siaki Ika fan in the summer. I was a big Keanu Benton fan in the summer. Right. So these are two of our favorites of this podcast. I've actually heard that both players have been a little bit up and down in the season so far. So I don't know what the background for Ika is, why it's been a little bit up and down. I haven't personally gone back to his 2022 film yet either at this point, but I know Keanu Benton just for a little background. Apparently he's been dealing with a knee knee issue for like the last like month, month and a half. And I was told by a source close to Wisconsin that probably shouldn't be playing <laughs> to be honest. Like he, he's just kind of gutting through playing like 20, 30 snaps a game and on kind of a, ba- a bad knee over there, but hopefully he's wow. able to get, to, you know, get back to, cause it's a big compliment to him, right? He's a yeah. tough guy and, you know, he's kind of gutting it out, all that good stuff, but I hope that he gets healthy towards, you know, obviously January, the end of January when the senior bowl is scheduled, is able to show out there. But I do think that both players are, very interesting athletes for their mm-hmm. size. You know, obviously, Ika is all 350 pounds, true nose, 0-1 tech. Keanu Benton's more 6-4, long arms, could probably play a little bit more out, you know, shading out to the outside for a defensive line. So it's going to be interesting, those guys, because right now they're not asked to do basically anything against the pass. They are much more run-stopping defensive tackles. So I'm interested to see if both are healthy, Going into the senior bowl, just what type of impact they can have in those one-on-one opportunities in the pass rush and op- pass rush reps. That that sucks to hear about Benton dealing with those injuries. And I, yeah. I mean, they've they've also some context to purely speculation on why they've been up and down. I mean, look at both these teams that they play on. Baylor and yeah. Wisconsin have been up and down, and Wisconsin's dealing with a with a coaching change right now. Yeah. And it's it's actually kind of odd that that Ben is deciding to to gut it out through all this and, and try and get on the field for whatever limited exposure 
as he can when he's not even playing under his original head coach. He's got there's no yeah. there's not really much to play well, for. He he is he is playing though for Jim Leonard, who's been his defensive yeah. coordinator, right? That's now the head coach. And I understand your point, Joe. I mean, I probably if I was advising him, I probably would have told him to sh- shut it down for a few weeks yeah. and get healthy. I mean, for sure. I heard last game, I think it was the most recent game. Did they just play who did they just play? I forget who they played this past week, but apparently he only played like 19 reps all game. Was so Maryland or Iowa? I, I know they played remember. them recently, but I forget. Off yeah, the top of my head. I think it may have been Iowa, but apparently he, the most recent game, he only had like 19 reps. So like, he's just not healthy. He's just trying to gut it out. And I think there's something to be said about, you know, his background as a three-star recruit, not highly recruited, has kind of developed into that and been a hard worker type of thing. But I agree with you. I think that it may be wise for him to maybe shut it down for a couple weeks. But, I mean, some NFL folks, because you know they're very old-fashioned with their thinking, are going to be like, oh, that's a that's a coach's guy, right? Going to gut it out from start to finish, finish it out, all that type of if stuff. He's got so. a, if he's got a bad injury that that's going to – get flagged during medicals it's it's yeah like, why I, I don't the... i don't i don't know what the extent of the knee injury is i just know it's been flaring up on him the last few weeks right so well i guess we'll find out when he goes and gets yeah tested and gets medical examinations at the senior bowl and we'll have a little more context and hopefully he's able to actually participate and play and he's not just a guy who's showing up and wearing a jersey and standing on the sideline that's going to be difficult i didn't know that uh i know that Benton is somebody that is to be excited about if he plays up to his potential, but that's that's extremely disappointing. Yeah, yeah, but he, like we said, it is, what is it? It's November 18th right now, so he's got a couple months to, to get right, right for that football game. Assuming so we'll he shuts it down after next week and he doesn't play in the bowl game. And I, I yeah. hope for his sake that he oh, doesn't play in the bowl game. I, I don't know what, I mean... Look, man, they are not a great football team. They're gonna be in a low end ball game as it is. I, I don't a see the right ball if Notre Dame's sh- not there. Yeah, so <laughs> it's shut up, dude. So <laughs> uh, I think there's gonna be a, several opt outs of the game, and I don't think that you can hold it against anybody in a Keanu Benton situation if he, you know, opts out of that football game. Now, I don't think there's going to be any opt-outs for the Illinois defensive backs. This is a historic <laughs> year for Illinois, man, and I've been excited watching them. No shocker that Brett Bielma's rallied the boys on defense. We've got two defensive backs for the fighting Illini, Devon Witherspoon and Sidney Brown, and I know you particularly were excited about Witherspoon, and i got to mm-hmm. admit, I'm not going to sit here. This We're in the middle of the season. We haven't really done full evaluations. We haven't done deep dives on these guys. I haven't watched Witherspoon. And you've yeah. kind of taken a peep at him. Why are you excited about him? Like, what's his projection here? So Illinois actually has three defensive backs that have already been invited, Joe. Jertavius Martin, who's the I other was, cornerback. I was looking for the third guy. I'm there. Yeah. Jertavius Martin is also invited. Sidney Brown is actually the twin brother of Chase Brown, who's the star running back oh, from really? Illinois, which is pretty cool. Yeah. They look exactly the same, man. It is wild. They are their physical build, friends. too. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're <laughs> pretty much that's, the same size. Hilarious. I don't know if you've seen pictures of Chase Brown, but like he's a workout warrior. Sidney Brown is the same way. Like those dudes spend all their, they supposedly have like 6% body fat or some crazy number like that. So they're, I'm, I'm hoping that at least once in their time at Illinois, they swapped jerseys and they lined up at their, their opposite <laughs> positions without telling the coaches. If they didn't, that is a complete 
misuse of the opportunity, but that you know, just that is what it is. I, I hope that I hope the Yankee twins from South Dakota State have done the same, man, because they're identical <laughs> twins as well. They're almost okay, the same exact size. But, but no one's gonna be no one's gonna be shocked when one of them they're both <laughs> playing receiver. Like they, yeah, like no one would have said anything. You could have probably gone through they probably done it multiple times. You could probably go through I, the whole practice re- without noticing. I remember that what we um I remember when I talked to Chris Oladokin last year, the quarterback for South Dakota State, he kind of talked about that. He's like, Yeah, I just called one ten and one nine. Like I didn't <laughs> I couldn't tell the difference between the two. And it's, oh, it's just kind of funny. But to Devin Witherspoon, Joe, he's a kid. I actually watched him late in the summer this past year, and I actually recommended him for an agent in the consulting side of things, because I was like, this dude is physical. He's got good length, and he's an incredibly instinctive football player. So I think that he's a player that could play between the nickel and the outside corner position. I, I slapped a top 100 grade on him from the 2021 film. And I'll say this, he's been even better in 2022, man. He has been fantastic. Mm. I'm not sure he's the fastest corner of all time. I mean, he probably runs four, five flat to four, five, three, somewhere in that ballpark. Like he's not the most dynamic athlete of all time, but the instinctual game that he plays, the physicality he brings best tackling corner, I think in college football and plays incredibly well against the screen game as well. This kid is a zone heavy corner who can play some off man who I think could be a top 50 pick. I really do. If he goes to the senior bowl and he has a big week and he tests just good. He doesn't need to be outstanding testing wise. This kid has a profile where you say, is he a nickel? Is he an outside corner? All I know is that he's going to be a really good football player on the next level. So I'm a big fan of Devin Witherspoon. Could be a top five corner in this class when all is wow. said and done. He's good. Yeah, and the the one thing with this corner class too is it it doesn't really have a ton of big name depth right now. And no. like having a name like Witherspoon who's a senior bowler who has that advantage to rise up the ranks a little bit. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's huge. Like that's, that's yeah. fantastic that we're, we're adding another defensive back to the class. We've also talked about how the class kind of lacks offensive lineman names. And we put out in the forefront and we both kind of agreed that Jalen Duncan might be offensive tackle one and haven't necessarily done that full evaluation again. So our final grades are not settled on Jalen Duncan, but he received yep. an invite. That was one that I was excited about because I didn't I thought that he was gonna be in the you know in that junior classification, but he ends up going into the senior bowl here and he's gonna be playing in it. To me, he's somebody who playing on a, a mediocre, okay-ish Maryland team this year goes yeah. to the senior bowl and could really make some money for himself. Like there's always that one tackle that has a really good week. I feel like I feel like Duncan's gonna be that guy because he's gonna be facing off with so many edge rushers and he can really, really build up his stock going to Mobile. Yep. Well, and also Matthew Bergeron got an invite as well yes. from Syracuse, yes. who we were, I know we were both fans of in the summer as well. I mean, just kind of focusing in on Duncan, Duncan's been very good in 2022. I feel like he's starting to put things together really well, which is great. I don't think that an ascension to offensive tackle one is ultimately going to happen for him, but I do think that he has a very good opportunity to go in round one. I think that he has that type of upside, some be- some – just kind of understanding of where he slots in from agents and scouts that I've talked to about him. I think that he he's a no doubt top 64 pick, but I think he has an opportunity to go also in the top 32 because he's a player that has good foot quickness, length is fine, he has some power profile to him, and his zone base. 
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This running scheme, I think that this kid is a starting-level caliber player within the first two years of his NFL career, and I think he has blindside potential at the next level. So I think that Jalen Duncan's put together a, a really nice senior season. And now with the opportunity to go to the senior bowl and face off against some of the better pass rushers that'll be there, like the Will McDonald's of the world from Iowa State, who have also accepted an invite, I think it's a big opportunity for a guy like a Jalen Duncan to continue that rise to first round conversation. And Bergeron, again, to your point too, is is somebody who we spoke about during the uh during the offseason and how he just was like so consistent. Like he was yeah. easily the most up to his ceiling out of any of the guys in the class. And he's a big, massive guy. He's a, he's a great player. And Syracuse was doing really well for a point this season. And he was somebody that like I always brought up when I was talking about and previewing games um, yep. for Syracuse is like, they've got the offensive line and it's led by one of the best guys in the country, which is Matt Bergeron. And yeah, uh, to your point, I, I completely forgot that Will McDonald received an invite as well. And like, that's a, <laughs> yes. that's an important one to be going because we need to see that, that competition for, for these tackles. Yeah, he's an interesting player because, I mean, just talking about Bergeron for a second, I got to see him in person, obviously. He fits the profile. Like, he's right around six foot five, right around 34-inch arms. He's a good athlete. I still think that there's some concerns with him from a core strength perspective. Like, I just don't think he sits down on power incredibly well, but from a quickness and just body control perspective, a lot of nice blindside traits for Matthew Bergeron. So I think he is another kid that's steady on day two right now. I think that he has an opportunity to go somewhere in the second and third rounds. And go. those guys have an opportunity to go against a guy like Will McDonald, Joe, because I feel like Will McDonald is the most misused player in all of college football, man. Iowa State played him in their three-man front is just a misuse of a 6'4", 34-plus-inch yes. arm, athletic, sleek rusher, Kind of like my Jay Sanders last year for Cincinnati, but he's a better version, in my opinion, Will McDonald speaking. And he's going to be a guy that's going to test these dudes in one-on-one pass rush reps on an island. And he's going to be one of the most bendy, the bendiest and most explosive pass rushers that they're going to see all season. So being able to hold up against that type of speed, that type of dynamic ability, I think it's going to be huge for these offensive tackles. And it's also huge for Will McDonald because he doesn't get a lot of Outside pass rush reps, true outside pass rush reps, working from wide alignments in that Iowa State system. They ask him to play head up alignments a ton, which is not advantageous for his skill set. So him getting a little bit further outside, Mm. showing that ability to bend around the arc, I think it's a big opportunity not only for those tackles to counteract him, but for Will McDonald to show that he can do that because I know he has all the traits to do it. It's just Iowa State doesn't really feature that in their defensive plan right now. He absolutely is is going to be fun to watch, and it, it, yeah. that was uh, something I remember during the off season, just being the most bizarre thing. That <laughs> wh- why do defensive coordinators just not know how to use certain guys? Joe, it's, Joe it, he's he's six four, and he was listed in the spring at two hundred twenty six pounds, and they're playing him in a four four I a ton. I'm just like, why? What are we well, doing here? It's everyone up like lauds that Iowa State defense to be so good. 
and like that scheme that they run that it is it is a good defense though it is a good defense but the reason why they've been bad this year and i know that they've had some really good games that they've put on tape like the way that they played against texas was was very commendable but they uh, it's very clear especially with will mcdonald that they just slot guys where they're like where they have to be and not trying to be adaptive to what's going to work the best and what's going to work for certain guys traits i i totally agree that it's just bizarre and you actually get him rushing with Jalen Duncan and Matt Bergeron. He's a riser. He's somebody to pay attention yes. to. He's probably going to have a big week. He's He could end up being a first-round pick when all is said and done because he has all the traits to be that true outside pass rusher. I'm interested to see what he comes in at weight-wise because, like mm-hmm. I said, he's listed at like two four in the 240s. He's lean as hell. But he's... You know, he was in the spring for the scouts that came around. He weighed in at 226, at least for the NFS scouts that came in. So it's it's going to be interesting to see, kind of like the MyJ Sanders thing last year. Like, what is his actual weight? What is his play weight? Does he drop weight a ton? Like, just that back and forth of re- actual playing weight versus listed weight is going to be interesting to watch with Will McDonald. Absolutely. Um, and the last guy that I want to bring up, and then if there's mm-hmm. anyone else that you want to bring up, uh, I, I staked my claim in Steve Avila being the the number one center in this class uh, during the offseason. He's not even playing center this year, Joe. He's playing guard. You know that? I did know that. <laughs> to my point, though, I my my claim that I made is that I really like Steve Steve Avila as, a, as, a, as an offensive line prospect. Yep. And I felt like not enough people were talking about him. But now he's had a really good season on a really good TCU team this year that's outplayed expectations. TCU was supposed to be terrible. I think everyone thought that they were going to be uh, a bad program this year. Mm-hmm. And Avila, who I spoke about being just a massive hulking body, who the movement skills for a player of his size were just so unique. And that was what excited, excited me. It yeah. seems that his placement at guard is going to be far better for his projection because it fits some of those inadequacies that I mentioned and we both mentioned in his evaluation, some issues getting to the second level. But I just yeah. want to take a quick second here that like, he got the invite to the Senior Bowl, which was maybe expected, but he's also in the running for the Outland Trophy. He's been having a fantastic season, and I, I think if I have yeah. time this weekend, I want to start watching tape on these guys, and he's who I want to start with to see how he's performed. Does he live up to that expectation? I know I don't know if you – I think you've said that you haven't really watched much of him either, but no. like shit, man, from some of the stuff that you keep seeing, people talking about him, he might be a first-round guy. Like He might have built up – he could be – what other guards would you put ahead of him right now? Because it seems like Skaronsky, we talked about him playing tackle. We talked about Paris mm-hmm. Johnson playing tackle. Like, What other guards go ahead of him if he's now officially a guard? I, th- I think Osiris Torrance is going to be the first guard off the board from Florida. I, 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 re- I truly that. do. I truly do. I mean, I'm just kind of my played opinion. fantastic. I can't, I can't argue he, with that. He but. has played really well. I mean, but I, I will say this, Joe, about Avila in, you know, specifically, I didn't love him at center. Because I don't think his body type and his play style is very translatable to center. I like the fact that he's playing guard this year. I think that that is very good for his profile because he's six three and a half, three hundred thirty nine pounds. Like that is a guard body type. That is not a center body type. So I think that that's going to help him a ton. I do think there's a little scheme specificness to how he plays the game, right? Like I don't think he's going to be a zone blocking or at least an outside zone heavy guard at the next level, but in a yeah. power based scheme, a gap scheme and that runs also some inside zone. I think that he has displacement power. I think he's a massive dude. So I think that's going to be a huge opportunity. The one thing I want to see though, is that 
at center, you're usually uncovered in the passing game, and you're usually helping with guards and in and, and pass protection. I look forward to seeing him at guard in the Senior Bowl, with a little bit more one-on-ones against some of the sleeker three techniques that are going to be at the event. So I think that's a big opportunity for Steve Avila to show what he can do a little more in space because I know he can be a mauler. I know yes. he can be physical. I know he can displace. That stuff is all good. Uh, the All-Star Circuit is designed to show – the weaknesses and the one-on-one opportunities because that's where the traits really show. So I'm really, I'm really curious to see just how good of an athlete Steve Avila is. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch him and I'm gonna post as many clips as I possibly can. You should, it's man. It's gonna you, be that. That'd be a better brand for you than just shitting on a bunch of college football teams. Uh, you know, I do both things, Ryan. I am diverse. <laughs> yes. I will, I will talk up. And and, yes. and bring up the uh, the Steve Avila's and the Christian Mahogany's who I was high on. Uh-huh. Which I forget if Steve followed me or not, but I do remember he liked one of my tweets. It was something along those lines when he saw that I was tweeting he, about him. He follows me, so he might have. Fo- he might have. He wait, wait. I want. I'm gonna. We're gonna confirm here that if he followed me or not, because then, <laughs> then he he's did. he's officially guard one if he follows me. That's all. I, I, ho- I hope he did. I hope Christian he did. Mahogany also follows me, and then that made him. Uh, uh, made him guard. Wait. He does follow me. Oh, oh good. Man. I am 1000%. Steve, if you do happen to listen to this show, I am going I'm going to reach out. I want to have you on the show. I, I would like you to be my one interview this 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 cycle. Well, Joe, and I mean, can we at least call him by his real name? His, his name is Esteban Avila, if we're being Well, his, his Twitter here. says Steve. Well, we can ask him that. We can ask him okay. that when we interview him. All right, we can do that. We can do that. All right, Ryan. I think that's a fun note to wrap us up on. We're wait, wait, no, no. You're not going to hit your brand here, man. I mean, we got oh, a punter. God, we're not talking about okay, we got yeah, a punter. There that was punters, and there was a, a kicker from a kicker. Michigan State who's goofy Chase and wears R- glasses. Ryland, ha, ha, everybody. Yeah. It's it's how, uh, how about how about McClendon Curtis getting an interview, uh, getting an invite, man? Your FCS brand we as talked, well. We didn't talk about him. I don't think so, but it's not a big deal. We, we uh so. we talked about him on the FCS show. Uh, mm-hmm. Was there anyone I missed that you wanted to hit on? There, I mean, there's been a lot of guys who've just been coming off the board. I feel like there was one guy that I wanted to briefly talk about. I mean, McClendon Curtis was one. He's going to be interesting because he's been playing a lot more. Massive. He's been playing a lot more offensive tackle this year for Chattanooga yeah. than guard in the past. So I don't. I don't think he's a tackle. No, he he's not a tackle move. at the next level. He he's not a tackle well. at the next level. He's definitely yeah. a guard. One guy, last guy to hit on. Anthony Johnson, defensive back for Virginia. Joe, I just watched him pretty recently. He's a corner. He's talented, man. He's long, mm. pretty athletic. He can run a little bit. I don't think he's the most cat quick dude of all time, but in a the right system, I think that he has nice ball skills. He's got nice length. So he's an outside corner uh, worthy to keep an eye on. And I really want to hit on him man, mostly, man, because it just I feel so bad for that Virginia program right now with dealing with everything they're dealing with yeah. and having to cancel games and doing all that type of stuff. Anthony Johnson, despite that team not playing well this year, is a really good corner prospect who could be a top hunter pick when all is said and done. So just wanted to send a shout out to Anthony Johnson for Virginia real quick. And Dontavian Wicks also got an invite. And he yes, was he somebody did. who we brought up during the the offseason and the, you know the unique grouping of receivers that they have. But um I know that the timing is it was kind of random that they both accepted their invites when this all happened. Yes. Um, and uh, Sean and I talked about it on the the FBS pod where we just, you know, we terrible circumstance that things happen. But, it you yes. know, it's it's good that there is a there's a positive light, you know, with with everything bad that's happening and, and the, the horrible tragedy that they're dealing with as a football program. 
there's still positive light. I know that they're probably not even thinking about this stuff right now, but it's like just something to, to look at it, distract from. And, and, you know, again, look at, look, look at as a, a, a bright light in a dark time, but yep. So it's, I don't want to say silver lining because there's not a silver lining to the tragedy that's happening, but both players at least have an opportunity to play more football moving forward, which is great for them. Yes. Um, We'll wrap on that note at Joe DeLeon at Rise and Draft. We're going to start diving back into these prospect pairings that we did uh, during the off season. And it's that time of year, folks. We're a couple weeks away from the regular season being over. We're going to get into postseason play for FBS football, FCS football as well. Stay tuned. We will be back with more. Make sure you hit that that subscribe button, folks. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.